0: Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up Podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up Podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. For many of you out there right now, sales is getting a little bit tougher. It's harder to get the clothes. It's harder to win those deals. I get it. There's a lot more uncertainty in the economy, a lot more uncertainty in society, and that is rubbing off onto our small business owners. So we've seen this across all of our clubs, whether they're new on startup businesses or businesses that have been around for a little while now doing multiple millions of pounds in turnover. It is getting tougher out there for many, not for all, you know, there's plenty of business owners out there right now that are killing it, they're smashing it, they're in the right place, the right time. Or their industry, the marketplace just isn't being affected right now. But for many people, they really are starting to struggle just a little bit with sales. And I want to make sure as we start to come into autumn and that, that we're really making the most of the sales opportunities that we have. It's really hard, you know, to Get a prospect to get in front of a prospect to have an opportunity to pitch in front of a prospect. That's not an easy thing to do, you know. We don't have hundreds of people that we're pitching to like that every day, every week, maybe not even every month. So, therefore, when you do get the opportunity to pitch to a client, when you get an opportunity to actually meet a client or prospect and have that sales conversation. You don't want to go in there lightly. You don't want to be losing deals unnecessarily. And with the economic climate as it is right now with the culture that's going on right now, many people with their uncertainty and stuff are actually holding back their you know, they're just not buying like they were buying and therefore it's even more important that you don't waste the opportunities that you do get to be in front of. So today I want to talk to you about who you're actually selling against. Now, I've talked about this in the past, and I'll talk about it almost certainly again in the future. It's always mindful to be aware of your competition. So who is your competition right now? Well, first and foremost, you've got your normal competition, right? So your normal competition is you're going in, you're positioning yourself with a client, you're pitching to a client, and that other companies like you that do what you do or similar to what you do that you're pitching against. Okay, so this is a client, maybe they're getting a few people in, maybe you're doing tenders, and they want to work out which one to go with. Actually, you'd be surprised how rarely that's your main competition. Okay, so why should we be mindful? of who you're going up against. While you want to be mindful about what your competition is doing, be mindful that there might be competitors of yours in there also pitching for this business, trying to win this business, they're probably not your biggest competition and certainly not right now. So The second opponent you want to be mindful of is the option for them to do it themselves. So depending on what you do, that might be more or less practical for them. But let's say, for example, you provide admin services, you're a virtual assistant and you're in front of this person and you think you're in competition with all of your other virtual assistants out there. Chances are you may be. Chances are you might not be actually. The chances are actually what you're fighting against is are they going to pay you to do it or are they going to do it themselves? And even if they're not thinking about you specifically doing it, you know, it's like, are we going to get anyone else to do this for us? Or are we going to do it ourselves or continue to do it ourselves? Really important you're aware of that opponent because you need to make sure that you tackle all of these potential opponents, when you're in front of their prospect, when you're in that sales process, you need to uncover it, ask questions. You need to get a feel for who you're up against, what you're up against, and potentially you're up against them getting themselves to do it over you doing it. The third opponent you need to be mindful of, and this is actually a really common opponent that people don't really even consider very often when positioning themselves for business, is the option that your client has to not do this at all. Now, this is a really big option for many people because it's free, right? If they don't do it at all, it doesn't mean that they're going to be doing it. So it's not going to cost them their time and energy, and it's not going to cost them any money, and therefore, it's normally a valued option, especially if it's not an essential thing. Now, you heard me talk about this over and over again. If you're following this podcast, I talk about making sure that you're essential for your client's essential, that you're mission critical to your client's mission critical goals and outcomes, because if you're not the further you start to fall down that list, then the less likely you are of winning that business at all, right? Because they might like you, they might like what you're doing, but if you're not essential, you're not mission critical, it's always gonna be a valid option to not do it at all. Now, these are your three main opponents at any time of the year in any economy. They go with someone else, they do it themselves, they don't do it at all. But right now in the economy, you're also selling against uncertainty like never before. You know, we are on the brink of potentially the worst recession we've ever seen, not just nationally, but globally. We don't know for sure it's going to be that bad, so we can't even plan for it being that bad. It might pop up again, the V-shaped recession that people talk about, could be short-lived, hopefully, but we don't know that for sure. So we can't commit down that path. And all this uncertainty means that your client is going to struggle to make a commitment. They're going to struggle to sign on the dotted line. So when you're going through that sales process, it's really important that not only are you uncovering your direct competition, uncovering if there's an option for them to do it themselves, or even not doing it at all, you also want to have the conversation around the uncertainty. Now, you might not sit there and say, right, what are you uncertain about? but you want to ask the questions that uncover their uncertainties. You want to find out what are their fears and what are their doubts and what their anxieties that might get in the way of them doing the deal. Now, depending on your particular approach and your market area and your character and the character of the person you're selling to, you might be able to come straight out and say it and say, look, I've had a lot of these conversations right now. There's a lot of uncertainty out there. What is it that we need to be certain of in order for you to be able to make a decision to progress? You might be able to go out there and just ask that question outright. It might be you just have more of a general conversation and you uncover more of that information in a more organic way. Sometimes, I'll be honest with you, I quite like the direct sales method, right? I'm here to solve this problem. Are you interested? Yes, you are. Brilliant. Right. What's going to stop us from moving ahead? What's going to stop this from happening? What's going to get in the way? Who's going to get in the way? Is there somebody else in the background that's going to get in the way? Because that is another opponent. The invisible person in the background. They may have nothing to do with the business. They may have nothing to do with what it is that you're coming in to provide the service for, or the product you're selling to them, but they still have a say. They still have an opinion that matters to the person that fundamentally is going to say yes to you. If you're dealing with another small business, for example, this could be the wife or the husband of the business owner. We've had so many conversations, I'll be honest with you, We have them anyway, but so many right now where the person sees the value of what we're doing, the person wants to join, the person wants to be the member, they go away, talk to the wife, talk to the husband. Now, of course, we might have spent maybe an hour, two hours with that person, maybe they've come to one of my events, they might have spent four or five hours with us to get to the point where they're ready to join, where they want to be a member of ours, where they want to be on our journey. And they go back to their husband or their wife and they try and You know, they try and convey why they want to join. And instead of sitting there, obviously, going through a well-organized sales pitch and spending hours with them to show them all the things that we're going to do, the benefit and why it's so important to them, it comes out as, I just want to do it. Well, where's the value? Well, they're going to help me here. Now, it comes out in a two-minute conversation. The other person doesn't see the value in it. They have no input in the other person's business, but they do have an input in the other person's life. They have a vested interest in the money, and therefore, they put the kibosh on it. We get this a lot in our business, and we try and front it as much as humanly possible by asking the questions, you know, who else needs to be in on these conversations? Who else is involved in this? Sometimes they'll say nobody else, and then you get it. I want to be in, but my wife says no. I want to be in, but my husband won't support it. I want to be in, but X, Y, Z, okay? So these are the opponents that you're up against when you go into any kind of sales meeting. So just do a quick recap, quick review when you're going to your next meeting. Who else might be directly competing with you for this business, your competition? How do you convey to that prospect that you're the right person? Then you want to work out from them, is there an option for them to continue to do it themselves or just to do it themselves? Work that out, ascertain it, and you need to sell against that as well. There's a cost to them doing it themselves. The cost is they have to put their time and their energy into it. Maybe there's a cost that they won't do it properly because they're not the professional and there'll be a knock-on cost to another way of life or to the business as a whole or financially. You then want to un- uncover, is there an option to not do it at all? And you have to sell against that option as well. Then you have to find out, what's their uncertainties what's going to stop them even though they want your product you can help them you know everything's been done and maybe in a normal economy they would have signed the dotted line but there's something blocking them you need to find out what is that ahead of time so you can sell against that as well And then you need to find out, is there anybody else in the background, in the wings, invisible to you right now that's going to have a massive say in whether or not this goes ahead? Use your language, use your approach, use your sales strategy, your sales techniques, use what you already do right now. Just bring into those sales conversations, bringing the information gathering that you need to know which of these five opponents are you directly up against? And then you need to work out and navigate your way around them, sell against those things to show that you are the best option for them. I've said this before, if you're not the best option for them, then walk away. If it's the right thing for them to do it themselves, then you know what? Let them do it themselves. If it's the right thing for them not to do it at all, let them not do it at all but don't get sideswiped. Don't get sucker punched. Don't have the rug pulled out from under your feet because you should be working with this client. You can help them. They need to work with you for their benefit, not yours. And then something comes in, a competitor that you weren't even aware of comes in, one of these five competitors, and they pull the rug out from underneath you. You've gone through all the time and the energy and the effort to sell this person, all the time, and the effort to propose to this person, to pitch to this person, and then it gets pulled out from underneath you simply because you didn't uncover the potential competition that you're up against. If you go into your next sales meeting like that, I promise you you'll have much more chance of winning that deal. You're not going to win them all. You're not going to still never get sideswiped. We still get the rug pulled out from underneath us. Our job is really simple. It's to minimise the amount of loss that we have, the unnecessary loss of deals that we have. And Right now, If you're like a lot of small business owners, you are losing out on a lot of deals unnecessarily simply because of uncertainty, because of somebody else's uncertainty and their persuasion over the business, or simply because you weren't aware of their other options that the client had and therefore you didn't sell against them, uncover them, consult around them, have the conversation about those. Awesome. Take that into your next sales meetings, take that into your next prospect calling into your next sales conversations, and I promise you, your close rate will go up. It's difficult times out there right now, and therefore, we must make sure that we capitalise and maximise every opportunity that comes our way. If you are a small, ambitious business owner, and you've yet to hit 100K in turnover, maybe you're doing 10, 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50, 60K, but for whatever reason, you haven't hit 100K, and you want to know what's it going to take to do 100K turnover in the next 12 months or less, then get yourself on the six-figure fast track. I'll take you through the six-figure mindset, the six-figure business model, and the six-figure methodologies that you need to have in place in order to achieve that 100K next 12 months or even less. I'll put the link in the descriptions. It's completely free of charge, waiting for you right now. Once you get there, you'll also notice we also run some live events. I would love to see you at one of our live events. Get yourself on the six-figure fast track. Take your business to the next level. Take yourself as a business owner and entrepreneur to the next level. Have an awesome weekend. I will see you on Monday. We'll do it all over again. Leveling up. Until then, as always, business growth through raising your game. (laughs) when what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary. You know you've leveled up.